Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Hi there, I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. I run a shop in Odyssey called Whit's Hand. It's a place of discovery, imagination, and excitement. But don't take my word for it. Find out for yourself on today's Adventures in Odyssey. You want to go to Shannon Ellison's party? Uh-huh. This Friday night. Chaperone? Did you hear that, Michelle? Uh-huh. You mean babysitter. I'll bet that got a reaction. Sort of. Good grief. Special cocoa blend. Thanks. Are you sure you have time for this? Mm-hmm. Eugene can watch the shop for a while. Besides, you said you wanted to talk, right? Yeah. And Witta has always said we're allowed to make time if someone needs to talk. So, let's talk. Well, it all started last week at school. I tried out for cheerleaders. And <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to be a cheerleader. Yeah. I mean, it's what all the cool girls do. And I thought, well, you know... If you became a cheerleader, you could hang out with the cool people. Something like that, I guess. Hey, that's okay. I joined the drama club last year for the same reason. Well, that's another story. What happened when you tried out for cheerleading? Like I said, I was at school and they had tryouts during lunch. I did okay, I guess. I mean, I knew all the routines, but they said they wanted a week to make the final decisions. Anyway, I went back to the cafeteria after that, and Shannon, the head cheerleader... Walked up with her friend Michelle. They never talked to me before. But they asked if they could sit down, and then Shannon said, I was really impressed with your tryout, Robin. Everybody was, weren't they, Michelle? Uh-huh. You should have heard them. Oh, thanks. I practiced a lot. It really showed. But, you know, being a cheerleader is a lot more than just doing the routines right. Yeah, I know. Do you? Sure. you got to be on time for the games and help out at the pep rally. It's even go. more than that you got to fit in. You have to show that you can be one of us. That's important for team effort. Understand? What do you mean? I have to do some sort of initiation? No, don't be silly. Then what do I... Look, I'm having a party this Friday night. I want you to come. To a party? At your house? Uh-huh. Wow. Will you? Well, yeah, sure. I wouldn't miss it. Boy, that's something. You got invited to a party right off? I was with the drama club for a whole year, and they never invited me to a party. Yeah, I was pretty shocked. So, did you go? I had to ask my parents first, and that's where the trouble started. Trouble? Yeah, trouble with a capital truck. Hi, Stephen Curtis Chapman here. I love stories, and that's why I'm excited about The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe movie. But did you know you can hear the story before you see the movie? Focus on the Family Radio Theater has dramatized the entire Chronicles of Narnia series from C.S. Lewis. So whether in the car or at home, families can listen to these dramatic stories from the Chronicles of Narnia, produced by Focus on the Family. Complete details are available at internarnia.com. 
You want to go to Shannon Ellison's party? Uh-huh. This Friday night. I don't know her, do I? She's really cool, Mom. Look at the scratches on this end table. Are you guys using sandpaper for coasters? Mom! Oh, w- wait a minute. I, oh, I think I met her parents at that school meeting last month. They seem very nice. Are they chaperoning the party? Chaperoning? Yes. There will be chaperones, right? Well, um, I guess so. You guess? I mean, I didn't really ask. But I'm sure... Robin, I don't mind if you go to the party, just so long as Shannon's parents are there to chaperone. Fair enough? They will be. Well, you ask Shannon to make absolutely sure. But, Mom, it's kind of embarrassing. Then I'll call her parents. No, that'll be even worse. I'll ask Shannon. Good girl. Because if they don't have chaperones, then you can't go to the party. Got it? Got it. Look at this coffee table. Has somebody been tap dancing on it with cleats? You know what I was thinking. Yeah. Was somebody tap dancing on the coffee table in cleats? Not that. About asking Shannon if her parents would chaperone. How uncool and embarrassing. But she did it, right? Yeah. She reacted just like I thought she would. Chaperone? Did you hear that, Michelle? Uh-huh. You mean babysitter. My mom wants to know, that's all. You know how moms are. Oh, brother. So what if there aren't any babysitters at the party? Are you saying there won't be? I'm just asking. Then my mom's not going to let me go. And you'll let her get away with that? Well, I... I guess I'll have to teach you the fine art of getting what you want from your parents, huh, Michelle? Well, you're going to have to teach me first. Look, Robin, what's the issue here? If I tell you that we'll have chaperones at the party, then your mom will let you go? Yeah. All right. If that's what it'll take to get you to the party, then yes, there will be chaperones there. So tell your mom to relax. Great. So was it? What? The party. Was it great? You're getting ahead of the story. Oh, sorry. I went home and told my mom that the party was going to be chaperoned. And she said? She said... Good. See, it wasn't so painful to ask, was it? No, I guess not. One day, when you have children of your own, you'll understand why chaperones are so important to parents. Parties can get out of hand. Well, I'm, uh, anyway, I, I'm glad Shannon's parents will be there Friday night. I feel a lot better about letting you go. Thanks, Mom. Hmm. Sounds perfect. It was for the next few days. I got to sit with Shannon and all her friends in the cafeteria, and they asked me to go to the mall with them one day after school, and, and it was great. I felt really cool. They took you in that fast? Yeah. The only time it got a little strange was on Wednesday when they asked me to go to the movies, and I said I couldn't because I was going to church. I'll bet that got a reaction. Sort of. I mean, they thought it was weird that I went to church in the middle of the week, but nobody said anything else about it, except for Michelle. Did she tease you? No. She caught up with me after school and said some bizarre things. Bizarre? Robin, wait up. Hi, Michelle. What are you up to? I have to get to a meeting, but you got a minute? Sure. This is kind of weird, you know, but I didn't realize you went to church a lot. Yeah, so? I didn't know, that's all. I used to go to church a lot when I was younger, but I got busy. You should go sometime. You can come with me if you want. No, that's not what I mean. I became a cheerleader and became friends with Shannon, and she's strong, you know. She likes to have things her way. Okay. I'm just telling you, it's something to think about if you want to be a cheerleader. I want to be a cheerleader? I'm waiting for you guys to decide. We said we'd decide after a week. You'll know on Monday, after the party. After the party. Michelle, is there something you're not telling I'm late. i got to get to that meeting. Oh. 
Well, see ya. Bye. Pretty strange, all right. Yeah. It didn't make sense until later. Yesterday, as a matter of fact. Friday. That was the trouble with the capital truck? Uh-huh. Big trouble. See, I was hanging around with Shannon and Michelle at lunch, and they started talking about the party that night. You know, like what they were going to wear. Uh-huh. I went to the mall last night and bought a drop-dead outfit. You won't believe it when you see it. Wait a minute. You didn't say we had to dress up for the party, Shannon. Don't worry, Michelle. You don't have to. I just figured since I'm the hostess, I should, you know, look good. How about you, Robin? I don't know. I got a new blouse for my birthday I'll probably wear. I hope it's nice. This is your big chance, you know. Big chance? To let everybody see what you're made of, whether you fit in or not. Oh, right. It's like I told you after the tryouts. We got to be a team. Personality is as important as ability and all that. I remember. I'll dress nice. You guys won't believe what I spent on my outfit. I wrecked my savings to get it. My parents are going to have a fit when they get home. When do they get back? Sunday night. <laughs> That'll give me just enough time to fix any damage to the house after the party. Wait a minute, Shannon. Did I tell you my brother's coming? Brett? But isn't he at college? Shannon? He's driving back, and he's bringing some of his friends. He doesn't like you, Shannon. He wouldn't miss the chance to have a party while my parents are gone. And we won't need the keys to the liquor cabinet with them around. It's going to be wild. Shannon, did you just say your parents are out of town? Yeah. Oh, look at you. You've gone all white. Well, well who's going to chaperone tonight? <sighs> Give me a break, Robin. Are you still worried about that? Well, my mom, you know. I thought you told her my parents would be there. It's cool, right? But your parents aren't going to be there. Your mom doesn't have to know that. Now, Michelle, you have Shannon, to remember that... Shannon, is anybody going to be there to chaperone? Good grief. My brother will be there, okay? He'll chaperone us. That doesn't really count. This conversation is getting boring, Robin. It's just that you said you'd have chaperones. All right, so I stretched the truth a little. There won't be any chaperones. What's the big deal as long as your mom doesn't find out? But I... I'll have to tell her. Why? What she doesn't know won't hurt you. It'd be like lying not telling her. But if you tell her, she won't let you come to the party. And you know how important this party is, right? I know. I thought you wanted to be a cheerleader. I thought you wanted to be one of us. I do, but... You gotta make up your mind, Robin. What's it gonna be? Are you coming to my party tonight? Or are you gonna be a mama's girl and stay home? If you're looking for something fun to do, you'll find it at witsend.org. You'll get the latest Odyssey news, scoops, and reviews. Just about everything you need to know about adventures in Odyssey is on witsend.org. Log on today. This summer, get ready to wrestle wild crocodiles on the 2006 Brio mission trip. It's not exactly that kind of trip. Okay, I'll try this. Susie Schellenberger wants to take you to the Lima Bean Capital of the World, Lima Park. It's pronounced Lima. If you like sock puppets. I think I need to do this myself. Want to do something wildly life-changing this summer? Then prove it. Join me, Susie Schellenberger, and more than 500 teen girls and guys as we head to Lima, Peru for our 2006 Brio Missions Trip. The trip is July 3rd through the 16th and features ministry to orphans and drama evangelism. You'll also get to worship with our special musical guest, Barlow Girl. But I need you to love me. 
check out Perubit, the 2006 Brio mission strip to Lima, Peru. The registration deadline is April 1st, 2006. For information and your application, go to BrioMag.com. That's Brio, B-R-I-O, Mag.com. BrioMag.com. So what's it going to be, Robin? Are you coming to my party or not? I... I can't, Shannon. My mom won't let me, and it would be wrong. Yeah, I should have figured. You know, everybody said you were one of those goody two-shoes, but I said you were cool. You're really making me look bad. Sorry, but I can't do it. Too bad. Let's go, Michelle. I have to post the names of the new cheerleaders on the bulletin board. But I thought you were going to wait until Monday. Why? I know who's in and who's out. Let's go. See you, Robin. You don't want me to come with you? Why bother? There's nothing for you to see. Are you coming, Michelle? Yeah, I'm coming. Robin, uh... See you around. Yeah, sure. Well, I'll say this. Shannon isn't cool. She's downright cold. You're telling me. For the rest of the day, I went to all the usual places I saw her and the gang between classes, and they weren't there. I saw her at her locker, but she ignored me when I tried to talk to her. It was so brutal. Did you ever check the bulletin board to see if you made the cheerleading squad anyway? Yeah. I sneaked a peek right after school. My name was scratched out. Mm, that's too bad. Yeah. I was so close. It was, it was nice to hang around with the popular people. Even if it was only for a week. You're popular, Robin. Kids around here like you. You have other friends. I know. But that's different. And you did the right thing. Give yourself some credit for that. It took a lot of courage. Courage? That wasn't courage. You still did what was right. That was more than I did. What do you mean? Well, you know, I was kind of in the same situation with the drama club that I told you about. They wanted me to be characters in some plays that weren't... Well, they weren't very nice. I'm not a prude, but these characters were raunchy. The director said I had to do it or quit the drama club. What did you do? Chickened out. Said I'd play the characters. So what happened? We did a couple of special showcases. You know, when parents and city officials and local directors come to watch. And I played my characters, and everybody said I did a really good job. But I knew it was wrong. I kept thinking that I wasn't being very Christian. You were only acting. I know, but that didn't really matter. I still knew it was wrong, just like you knew going to the party was wrong. And though she never said so, my mom was embarrassed, I think, by what I did. And, and that's what hurt the most, I guess. Anyway, after that, the drama club director wanted me to play only those kind of characters. And, well, finally, I said I wouldn't, and I quit. What happened? Same thing that happened to you. When I left, all those friends I thought I made slammed the door behind me. I felt really bad about it. Like you. So what are we supposed to do? Nothing. That's not exactly what I wanted to hear. No, I've been thinking about it, Robin. Ever since Drama Club. And I know this is going to sound strange because it seems like everything you're feeling is so important right now. But it isn't. A month after I left the drama club, I could hardly remember why it was such a big deal to me. And then I realized that that's the way it is now. 
Everything seems so important at our age, but in the long run, it's only a small part of a bigger picture. He got that from Mr. Whitaker, didn't you? Sort of. It's something he talks about. Lives, I guess. See, at our age, we act like there isn't any future. We want to do everything right now, feel everything right this minute. It's part of growing up, I think. But as Christians, we have to remember that there's more to it than, than just right now. We have all of eternity stretching out ahead of us. And the Bible says it's what we do right, the things God wants us to do, that makes a difference in eternity. You're telling me that by not going to the party I've made a difference in eternity? It was just a party, Connie. Yeah, I know. It was just a party, but at the same time, it wasn't. Look, I don't know how it all works. None of us will really know until we get there, but all I know is that having the courage to do what was right was a lot more important than going to that party or being popular or a lot of things that seem important now. Well, I know I don't say it as good as wit, but do you understand? Yeah, I understand. I just wish it made me feel better. Doesn't? No, not really. Well, just give it some time, okay? What did I do with these history notes? Notes, notes, history, history, history. Hi, Robin. Michelle? Hi. How's it going? Um, okay, I guess. Are you allowed to talk to me? Allowed? Yeah. Won't you get in trouble for talking to, a, you know, an outcast? I won't tell if you won't. So did you hear about the party? No, was it fun? It was just like Shannon said, really wild. I'll bet. Yeah, her brother showed up with a bunch of his college friends and... Let's just say it got a little out of hand. Out of hand? In fact, it got so wild, the neighbors complained. They even called the police. The police? Uh-huh. The police came and arrested some of the college guys. Wow. And now all the kids who went are in trouble with their parents, especially Shannon. Her parents blew a cork because she was so sneaky and underhanded to have a party without their permission. Or chaperones. What a mess. So what did your parents do to you? Me? Nothing. You didn't get in trouble? Why should I? I wasn't at the party. You weren't? Uh-uh. That's why I wanted to talk to you. After you stood up to Shannon the way you did, I figured I would too. You're kidding. No. I figured it was about time I did. And I want you to know that I'm sorry. I know how bad you felt for not making the cheerleading squad and, well, I shouldn't have ignored you like everybody else did on Friday. It's okay, I'll get over it. I won't ignore you anymore. Thanks. But won't that make you unpopular with Shannon or the rest of the gang? Yeah, well, you got me thinking about that, too. And I figure, who needs that kind of popularity? Good point. We better go. We're going to be late for class. Oh, yeah. You know, Michelle, it'd be great if you come to church with me sometime. Yeah, maybe I will. It looks like they have the makings of a good friendship, and all because Robin had the courage to stand up for what she believed in.
You know, the idea of courage, like all the virtues we've been exploring in the series, is one we come back to again and again in Odyssey. That's because we think it's important. In fact, we think it's so important that many of our characters find themselves facing that moment when they have to decide whether they have courage or not. For example, Lucy, in an episode called Choices, when she was asked to do a school assignment about something she didn't believe in. You realize what this means? Yes, I do, Mr. Winthrop, but I'm still not going to write it. May I ask why? Uh, I, I just can't. I'm a Christian, Mr. Winthrop, and I believe that God created man, not that he evolved from an amoeba. If I write that report, I'll be going against what I believe deep down in my heart is right. I just can't do that, Mr. Winthrop, even if it means I'll get a failing grade. Why didn't you tell me this last Friday? I don't know. I guess I didn't think you'd care. Well, I do. Lucy, I don't want to make you do something that goes against your personal beliefs. If I did, I'd be going against everything I stand for as a teacher. But you were so sad about me doing it. Yes, I was. I, I thought you were just making an excuse, trying to get out of an assignment. I guess I should have told you the whole reason. It would have saved us both a lot of aggravation, that's for sure. But now that you have told me... We might be able to work out a solution. If you're still interested, that is. It depends on what the solution is. Simply this. Why don't you write a Christian perspective on evolution? Really? Absolutely. Evolution is only a theory, after all. I think it'd be very interesting to come at it from a Christian point of view. And I think you're just the person to do it. Does that sound like a fair solution? Oh, it sure does. I'll get started on it right away. Good. Courage played a large part in Eugene's dilemma when Eugene sacrificially took the blame for a problem that wasn't his fault. Eugene, come on, please. This is very serious. Your whole future is at stake here. Not only mine. Please, let me do what I have to do. I ruined your relationship with Connie. Let me try to do something right. Eugene! Nicholas, what are you doing here? I've been looking for you all over the building. You're supposed to be in the computer room. I was until Mr. Burgermeister told me what happened. You can't do this. I won't let you do this. Go back to work, Nicholas. It's too late. No, it can't be. Who are you? Well, I'm John Avery Whitaker. Who are you? Nicholas Adamsworth. Are you in charge of this kangaroo trial? <laughs> well, I might be. Then you have to call them back. They made a big mistake. I don't, I don't care if they send me back. Nicholas, I told you to go he back to you. He didn't do it, Mr. Whitaker. Eugene has nothing to do with it. I'll tell you everything. I promise. Just... Just don't let Eugene get in trouble. And Connie needed courage when she found herself in love with a young man who wasn't a Christian in an episode called First Love. What's the problem? I like you, Jeff. I like you so much. That's a problem? Yeah, it is. Am I supposed to know what you're talking about? No. Then what? I can't go out with you anymore. Run that by me again. I can't go out with you anymore. You can't or you won't? Both. Why not? I thought we were having a good time. I thought we, you know, liked each other. I do like you, but you you couldn't understand. Well, try to make me understand. You can't just come in here and... Did I say something? Did I do something wrong? I'm a Christian, Jeff, and you're not. Church? Is that what this is about? Not church. Jesus. 
You don't know him. You don't understand what he means to me or how I feel about him. He's the most important person in my life, and I I can't talk to you about him. You can talk. I don't care. You don't, and I need you to. Well, what do you want me to do? You want me to come to church with you? You want me to say the pledge of allegiance? You want me to get on my knees and confess something? We can work this out. Just tell me what you want, and I'll do it. I know you will, Jeff. But it won't be real. You can't do it for me. You have to accept him for you. But Connie. Oh, Jeff, I'm sorry. I, I can't do this anymore. It hurts too much. I, I have to do what's right for both of us. I'll see you. Connie, come back. Connie. Having the courage to stand up for what we believe in and to do what's right isn't always easy. Sometimes it's even painful. But God promises us His strength to get us through and His blessing for obeying Him. If you'd like to find out how to get your own copies of any of these episodes about courage or the courage to stand—that's today's episode—simply write to us at Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, eight zero nine nine five, or in Canada, write to Box ninety eight hundred, Vancouver, BC, V six B four G three. Adventures and Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Today's program was written and directed by Paul McCusker. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell, and our executive producer Chuck Bolton. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures and Odyssey.